Hi guys. Hi Dom. Hi Jason. Welcome Hello. to Wealthy's podcast. How are you guys doing? Brilliant. Really well. Thanks, Tiffy. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's it's our pleasure. So I'm going to do an introduction for both of you and then we can jump straight into a conversation. So I'm going to start with you, Jason, which I have you in the left part of my screen. So I'm trying to look at the camera. <laughs> and so you've built a really successful business in the property investment world. You are one of wealthy's consultants and you have a really long journey of your own property investments and a very successful one. So thank you for joining us. Is there anything? So I know that in the last few years, you've gone into being um, abundance coach. And I think with the times we're living, that's very relevant to people sort of going through tough times. And mm -hmm. um, so I know you see our correlation between your investments and abundance. Um, can you just start by sharing your Top line views on that. Well, the re the reason I uh, coach people with abundance is is really through my real estate journey. You know, I started off um, in the as a uh, investment property consultant back in two thousand and two, and I was the worst performing consultant, and I was not happy with that. And that was where I embarked on my personal growth and development journey. I got, um, you know, I got very, for the first time in my life, I got very clear on what I, what I wanted to create in my life from a wealth perspective, but also from a, from a personal perspective, what I wanted in my personal life. And, and through the process of that, I discovered where, why, how I was limiting myself and where I was limiting myself and really broke through that. And got clear that I wanted to be, first of all, the top consultant for the company that I was working for at the time. But I also got very clear that I wanted to create my own business, helping people with investing in property, at, whilst at the same time, um, strategically building my own property portfolio. And that was, that was in 2005 that I started that journey. By 2010, I had uh, created all the things that I set out to create back in 2005 so it literally took me five years I had my relationship sorted out I had portfolio of investment properties I was had my own um, business love property I had a beautiful penthouse apartment which was part of my vision and I was like wow this actually works and I ran my business using the philosophies that I teach my clients today um, and but up until that point and up until for, for many years I didn't share what I knew and and that was that was why I, that's why I do what I do today, sharing what I know about how to create, how to create wealth, how to create what you want in your life. Yeah. I 100% agree with you. It doesn't happen overnight. And you talked about a five-year span. And we will deep dive on how that global financial crisis helped you a lot in building mm. that journey. But before we go into that, I want to introduce Dom. So Dom, usually you are the host for the Wealthy Podcasts. But today we also want to hear about your journey because you got started in 2009 um, when things coming out of that global financial crisis as well. You've in over the last 10 years, you've built a really successful property investment portfolio and you've we're one of Wealthy's co-founders. So thank you for also sharing your experience. Um, can you start sharing a little bit about how you got started in that initial part of your investment portfolio? Well, Tiffy, I just want to say you're doing a wonderful job. I'm, I'm struggling to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> so it's, it's weird not being a host. And Jason, again, thank you for jumping on. We've been working together for such a long time. And it's it's an absolute pleasure to have you part of the Wealthy team. and 
and having all of your abundance coaching and mindset as part of what we're doing. It's, it's an absolute critical value, especially now. And that's the reason why we're having this chat. Um, you know, during I started I started real estate before 2009, just to clarify, but okay. it was in 2008, 2009 that we it was early on in my career and people were losing their jobs. There was a lot of fear in the market. There was a lot of anxiety and it, I felt like it wasn't so much what was physically happening, what was actually happening in the market. It was more the fear of the unknown because from one day to the next, one week to the next, you just kept on seeing and hearing different reports and you didn't know where the bottom was and not knowing where the end of the road was created a lot of additional fear and it just stopped people from doing things. It was, you know, the glass is half empty sort of mindset. No one was, uh, no one was thinking about how can I use this to my advantage or what opportunities exist. It was a more of a reactive fearful mindset um i was maybe a little naive because i was at the start of my career I, I wasn't aware of the limitations that were put on me so i saw it as an opportunity i saw the property prices were low i saw it as a chance to get in there wasn't a lot of people running around at auctions and open house inspections and i begged borrowed and stole and got that i didn't steal just to clarify but yeah I, they, uh, I got my deposit together to try and get into that first property, but by getting it, it's just, it changed everything. And, and Jason could probably attest to that in you too for you as well, because after that, the market, the market rallied, the market started moving. 2009, 2010, 11, it, the market started to really creep up and it was by, you know, overcoming some of that fear, the fear of the unknown, not really understanding everything, but still taking that leap of faith and knowing that no matter what, I was going to figure it out. By doing that, it meant the next couple of years, I got a lot of growth out of that asset and I could just keep on buying. So I don't know if I answered your question very clearly, but I think it's a, yeah, it's a pertinent thing to look at now where people are scared, people are uncertain. Um, but there is a way and a light through this. And that's, you know, part of the reason why we're chatting to Jason today. Yeah. And Jason, so can you expand a little bit more on how, so you talked about that five-year span between 2005 when you understood what you wanted to create and then by 2010 where you had arrived. So can you share how that journey went and what, what train of thought you would encourage people to acquire during these tough times? Well, it, you, your focus creates your reality. So if, you're fo if you've got a really clear focus on what you want to create in your life, you're more likely to create it. Whereas what happens for, for many of us, for most of us, um, we're most of the time focused on what we do not want. And at the moment, especially at this time where there's such great fear out there, a lot of people are really stuck in the fear, the lack, the limitation, what's not working. And so, yeah, of course, some of that fear, you know, there's some real issues to face into, and I totally get that. But what I would say is to to reach for what what you truly want, what keep connected to what you truly want, what your big picture is. And that was what what you know what I how what I teach my clients, but it's also what um, what has got me through the tough, challenging times throughout my investment journey. And so when I, um, so what, what what happened, you know, up to the GFC, Love Property was part of a, a large financial planning 
group. So I had the opportunity to go in and set that business up under that umbrella. So I was, it was, I was not owned by me at the time. And, but I, it was a foundation. I was very much involved in, in creating it from startup and um, bringing on new clients, working with um, developers and, and, and sourcing projects, et cetera, and building up a really strong client base. But when the GFC hit, um, ARC Group, which was the financial planning group that it was, it was part of, ran out of funding. They could not get any more funding. And they were very much needed that because of that, that over actually over leveraged. And so they went into voluntary administration through the GFC period. So um, I was very fortunate because of um, the, the, they owed me commissions and so on. So I was actually able to negotiate acquiring Love Poverty out from the group. So I was very blessed to have to start to, to January 2009 owning my own business with all the IP, the, the client base, the brand. I didn't know how this was. I, didn't, I couldn't have planned it if I tried, but I had this very clear vision that I was going to have my own business somewhere along the line. And it just unfolded. And so I went in uh, January 2009 with this brand new business and just at the, the end of the GFC. And so it was really, you know, really divine timing in, in the sense that all of a sudden here we were uh, th coming through this very tough time. Here I was starting my own business, but all of a sudden there was all this opportunity out there because developers were desperate to sell their projects. Um, there were lots of um, deals to be had. Um, interest had dropped because it, it, it had hit, hit peak of around 9%, if I recall rightly, around October and November 2008, and then it reduced right down. So all of a sudden, the affordability was there. Uh, banks were lending money left, right, and centre. And so it was this amazing time when all this opportunity came together. It was easy to get funding. And then, of course, all I had to do was um, uh, draw in the clients and, and, and source them a fantastic investment. And there were so many wonderful opportunities that year. And 2009, without doubt, still to this date, was my very best year um, helping clients invest. Um, and, you know, we were, we were very much... Uh, uh, I, I helped 55 clients invest in property that year. And we were very much... The opportunities that were there were, were places like Parramatta, Westmead, uh, Glenmore Park, Campbelltown, you know, areas that have just gone through, went through the roof over that over the next three, four, five year period. So they invested. Not only did they get a really good entry level price point, but some really great advantages to get into the market. Um, but they, but because of the research we were following, we we knew that those markets were going to perform exceptionally well, and the clients that invested at that time have done exceptionally well. Jason, can I ask a question? Sorry, Tiffy, because whilst you're talking, I'm hearing a lot of similarities between then and today, where credit is getting cheaper, banks are coming forward offering more money, developers uh, have residual stock offering great discounts. But I want to ask you something, because what Tiffy and I are noticing, and I'm sure that you're noticing as well, there is still a bit of fear where clients are unsure and there's almost a mental hurdle that some clients need to get past. So just an experience Tiffy and I had the other day, a client read an article, they saw that the market's gonna drop 30% and now they're using this article as an excuse not to do anything. And you know, it almost, it almost looks like 
they're going to hold on to this one article, but there's so much other evidence out there to say that all these things are saying you should be jumping into the market, but that fear and that lack of clarity is kind of holding them back. Yeah, and those are the same sort of articles that we've seen for decades and decades and decades. Those, those, yes. those headlines are never going to go away. No. But the, real, yeah. the reality is we as human beings have to have a roof over our heads and we've got to pay for that whether we rent or whether we own. So as long as there's people on this earth, as long as there's population growth, there is demand for housing. That is not going to go away. And that Pretty is why simple. property has consistently grown year after year, decade after year. Yes, we've gone through flat periods. Yes, we've had dips, but we've, it fundamentally grows over time. And the best time to invest is when there is opportunity, when people are in fear, because that's when the opportunities are before us. You know, so this after after we get through this period, there's going to be so much opportunity, so much opportunity out there. And it's the brave, you know, it's the people like those clients that took action of mine in 2009 that broke through the affair. Because, yes, we had to talk, you know, I, I, I you know, we ha I had to work with clients to get them through the, the fear of what was going on. But, boy, have they done exceptionally well because they had the courage to take action at that time. And they were very set up that those people that have held on to those properties will be able to ride through this period of where we're going through challenge because they've got really strong equity to fall back on. Dom, I think this is the perfect time for you to repeat that Warren Buffett saying. Ah, uh, yeah. When when there is, uh, you know, when there's fear in the market, then we should be greedy. And when everybody's greedy, then we should be fearful. Yeah. I, I think about... It's funny, when there's the end of financial year sales, everybody runs to the shopping center because there's discounts <laughs> and everyone buys their clothes then, right? But when the market, the property market, when the stock market, when the financial instruments and investments are discounted, people get scared and run away. And it's like, well, when you're buying your clothes, you want a 20, 30% discount, you want the incentive, but when it's an investment that's gonna make your life better, mm. This is when you know this is this this old this is what happens all the time. People are when they feel safe to take action is when everyone else is taking action. Well, it's too bloody late. You know, yes. I bet there were a whole lot of people buying into the stock market right at this last period period of peak because they felt comfortable doing it. Well, that's the worst time to buy. You know, so yeah, the 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 time of opportunity is before us and the people that will that take will take action through that period will and then with on top of that having fundamental good investments to invest in you know that you know following the research philosophies that we follow you know the infrastructure spend what's going on there the proximity to 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 services and infrastructure and accessibility and all of that sort of thing as long as the fundamental investment philosophies are there to to make it a good property investment it will be a good property investment long term hundred percent. And today in the morning, we were discussing with Dom and Peter, who's one of Wealthy's co-founders as well, how during the last 24 hours, the, the stock market in the US, the Dow market, uh, has recovered 11%. And what we were saying is 
we don't know no one knows what's going to happen and we were trying to uh, talk about what drove that and we believe there's a lot of people who saw the opportunity it's a very volatile market and of course it could go down again um, and it might not be necessarily driven by research as you were just mentioning jason um, but when people went and sold everything out of fear a couple of days ago in the last couple of weeks then there's people who saw the opportunity in this in this last 24 hours right yeah, yeah and, mm. and look, it's scary. I mean, I, I have a share portfolio as well, and I've seen it dive right down. But I'm not doing anything with it. I'm just going, okay, this is where it's, it's going to come back. Fundamentally, those the share stocks and shares I have are fundamentally good good companies. The same with our properties. We, you know, the wonderful thing about real estate is we can't exit out quickly, so we can't be so reactive. You know, so we have it's it's a much more stable investment to hold because you can't just go okay, I'll quickly sell that because I'm panicking. You know, emotion kills our wealth. <laughs> Jason, can I ask you just on an abundance thing? And I know that you're normally charging people thousands of dollars for these kinds of questions, so thank you for answering them. Um, <laughs> I'll charge but... you later. I, I'll <laughs> thank Peter. <laughs> um, add it to my tab, but the. We, with the clients that have managed to sort of push through that pain or that fear or that anxiety, what is it or what are the things that you've noticed to help them elevate their thoughts or what things helps them drive or push through or pull them out of that sense of fear or uncertainty? How, how, what are the things that people can gravitate or look or lock onto to help them move and make positive action? Well the first thing is to, to, to keep connected into the why. Why are you invested? Why have you invested in the first place? What what are you what are you looking what's your big picture? What are you looking to achieve? And 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 keep connected to what your vision is, what you're wishing to achieve. Because if you keep connected to your why, you'll have a, a reason to keep going, right? The the the, the second thing is to um acknowledge your fear and feel it yes but keep keep connect back to your vision and then go okay well is this fear real will i come back will i come through this yes most probably absolutely and um and is 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 my investment that i'm investing in fundamentally going to be okay long term and which if it's real estate and it's in a good market and it's and it's got good interest of course it is it's going to come through it and your tenant doesn't stop paying your rent you, you still if it's an investment property you've still got to go, have someone rent it so no matter what you've got a tenant paying your rent uh, through that period so yeah it's it's just keeping connected to the bigger picture okay and when you're saying keeping connected do you mean like viscerally you know vision boards driving that car well, you know? i mean I, look vision boards work but most people don't do that it's 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 keeping what what is my big picture what is my why am i investing what do i want to achieve in my life where am I going? You know, what, it, what do I want? And the other thing is, when you do that, when you keep connected to what you truly want in your life, it feels good. It feels mm. good to get excited. Hey, you know, I, I am, this is what we're working towards. This is what we're, we're, we're building here. And it feels good. And the more you feel good, the more you feel you're out of fear, the more you're in creation. And the more you're in creation, the more you come up with solutions. The more you're in that that um, solution orientation, the more you're tapped into your intuition. And when you're tapped into your intuition, you have inspired ideas. That full creativity comes forth. Uh, I see. So you're saying, you know, change your state. Change your state. Like, yeah, absolutely. Literally change your state. 
if, if you're feeling creative, if you're feeling inspired, then you're not feeling scared. Yeah. Yeah. And there's lots of tools to do that. And, you know, I mean, this is one of the things I teach people is, you know, um, gratitude. It's, anyone can be grateful, right? So we all have mm. access to gratitude. So we, ha we all have something to be grateful for in any given moment. We all have a roof over our heads. We could be grateful for that. We have people that love us. We have people that we love. We have, be grateful for that. We have food in our tummy. Be grateful for that. So we can be, that's a starting point, to reach for something that you feel grateful for. And at this time, it's more important than ever. I mean, what I suggest to my clients is to have a gratitude practice at the end of the day, just writing out a few things that you're grateful for at the end of the day. Then you're actually going to bed, going to sleep, feeling good. You're going to bed feeling good for what's actually been that day. Jason, mm. I'm going to ask you a question. So I, I've done a lot of um, self-discovering myself over the last couple of years, trying to understand what my purpose was. And it wasn't easy. And finally, after putting a lot of hours into in, and work hard effort into trying to figure out, it, it came to me. Now, when I talk to people, most of people will tell me, TP, that's great, but I don't necessarily know what, what is my big driver and what I actually want in life. Mm. And how I started framing it is because for me, my strong why has been driving me on my wealth creation and property investment journey. Mm. Now, how I encourage people to look at it is from the following mm. way. Let's say that you are starting to bring some passive income through your properties and one day you have enough that it covers your cost of living, right? So you're financially independent. You can mm. choose whether you wake up, get out of the bed and go to work or not. And for me is, I'm not telling you just be lazy and don't do anything and don't work. Actually, you probably spend one, two weeks lying at the beach and after that you're done and you're bored because the rest mm. of people are still doing stuff. Mm. And it's what would you choose to do then once you are not obliged to go to work, but you actually have the time that, that you would want to do more. And how would you like to, everyone says, I want to have an impact. What type mm. of impact? So mm. is that something that helps? What, what sort of exercises have you recommended people to try to start thinking about their why and what would they choose to do once money is not their driver, but they actually have the time, the freedom of time, yeah. Like, how would you encourage people to look at well, I, I mean, the way your ex, your example is perfect, a perfect example. But I, I, also, I also, also say is what makes you feel good? What really interests you? What are you passionate about? What, what you know, gives you joy every time you think about it or, or you connect into it? And everyone's going to have different things, you know. And so the, there's, we, and we all have, we all came here with great purpose. We all came here with our unique gifts and skills and and it's the things that light us up and the, and the more we um uh, be curious about what's lighting us up and what we love in our lives the more that will open up what we're really here to do what we really meant to be doing right so you know my journey i i played when i was a kid i loved houses and cars and i used to love building houses and cars is it any wonder i got into um real estate because you know, I was got involved in property because I just loved it. And then I got to have nice cars along the way because it helped it. So, it, you know, it's led. And then people always intrigued me and interested me. You know, I loved the, the psychology of people and how they worked. And so it's, it's it, we all have this journey. So it's what, what the things that we're interested in from being a kid right through will give us an indication of really what we're meant to be doing. 
makes a lot of sense. So can I ask if you had to recommend people um, one book that can help them like start working on their mindset during these tough times? Do you have any recommendations? Oh, uh, look, the, the, it's an oldie, but a really good, it's Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. That's my fave. Yeah, it's it's a fundamental fundamental book because it talk it, it really fundamentally talks about you know what you think about you bring about you know your thoughts create things and and it's it, there's fundamental um, uh, processes in in that book and it's and and it's and it's still a, a fantastic read. So it yeah, is. that one. And for people listening and not watching this video. As Jason's telling us about the book that he recommends, on the bottom right-hand corner of the screen, he's got his Abundance book, 101. So that's another book that I haven't read yet, Jace, because you haven't sent me a copy, but he's written a book on abundance, teaching people how to activate their life, the tools and things that they can do. So it's probably another book that people should read, right? Absolutely. It's, it's, you know, it's imperative to have this one on your bedside table and read it. In it, I mean, in it are the tools to create. So, if you've heard of law of attraction, this is you know it's fundamentally how I've uh, how I've created what I've created in my life, and I teach I teach in this book very simple tools about how to do it, and it's and it's written uh, to in a, in, a, in a way to understand it very easily. My my sister was my actual avatar, and she's someone that hasn't had any exposure to this sort of. So I was writing it for her so that it was really easy to use, an easy way to implement the uh, the processes and and um, and create the space to create what you want in your life. That's awesome. So, <clears throat> just to leverage leverage your time whilst you're here, um, you spoke about one critical tool, uh, and that is by feeling grateful or being grateful and you'd try and practice that every night. I, I believe very strongly in this and I do this every single night as well. Um, are there any sort of, what's your top three? What are the other things to consider? I mean, you've got your why, you've got practice gratefulness, but are there any other things, any missing pieces that you would recommend to our clients, our audience, yours, yeah. Tiffy's, my own, that they should be thinking, practicing, uh, reading, doing to make them feel, activate and do something in this time of massive opportunity? Well, meditation. Meditation is because that's going to help you keep out of fear. Um, so, if you, you know, create, creating a meditation practice of some sort. And, you know, there's so many um, guided, app, uh, guided meditations available these days. There's a fantastic app called Insight Timer, which with, with thousands and thousands of um, meditations, I think there's uh, Mind Valley is another one. And, um, and for me, I've amped up my meditation practice myself to keep my vibe high. So, so using that and using, and when you're in a, in a place of stillness, you know, you, you get yourself into in a place of stillness and presence, then you actually start connecting in to your heart. What do I really want? What do I really want in my life? What do I really want to experience in my life? And the more you create uh, space for that, the more you're going to connect into the truth of what you truly want. And I talk about this in, in the book. Um, the other thing is, um, there's two other things actually, that 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 because meditation will be ch will be challenging for people who are just starting out, and I get that. But you just start with what you can, right? The other two uh, ones are really easy. Journal, write out, just write, what would I like? What would I love? 
in my life, better relationships? What would, what, what, what would I love to have in my material world? How would I love to feel? How would I, what would I love to, how would I love my relationships to be with others? What material things would I love to, the more you get open up and explore that, the more you're shifting your focus onto what you want. As I said earlier, your focus creates your reality. And then the other, once you've got that downloaded, then you, then the way to manually, I call it the manual override of negative thoughts is to have affirmations to, 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 to re, repeat. You know, I'm wealthy and successful. Money flows to me easily and frequently. I have a loving and fulfilling relationship. Um, I'm happy and I'm healthy. I'm vital and well and energized. You know, create a regular um, uh, mantra, if you like, to have to fall back on because when you can hear your negative thoughts going on, because we all have them, that's human nature, the having your affirmations to fall back on, on is like the manual override. You start choosing mm. what you want. You know, so and, if you're... Sorry to interrupt you. So it sounds like if you're just starting out, because some people listening, they're very advanced and they know how to meditate. They've got their mantras, they've yep. got their habits and everything. But for the people just starting out, it might sound overwhelming. I like that you said just start, just do something, have a couple manual overrides because if you're not used to clearing your mind, if you're not used to listening or managing your thoughts, it's very easy to fall into negative patterns yeah. But like what you said there, if you're aware of what your patterns are and you've got a tool, a specific tool to use when that happens, it helps you. So if you hear that negative thought, you can go, no, I'm going to use this affirmation now. That can sort of uproot that negative pattern and try and disrupt that thought that you're currently yeah. going through. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. And another one to use at this time is I'm safe. I'm okay. I'm safe. I'm okay. I'm safe. I'm okay. You mm. know? Because we are really, yeah. all the fear is actually in the. It's just it's 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 the head. It's the it's the mind going over, running over time, but um, you know because we are we we we're all going to come through this. We all can will can I ask both of you a question? So there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are now have the the freedom of time because unfortunately the economies are slowing down and people are not being able to work because of coronavirus with that time in your hands i particularly believe it's a great time to acquire knowledge and we can do it from the comfort of our homes so what recommendations would you have so for us to prepare ourselves to go into into that acquiring knowledge into our property investment journey when you're just starting. Do you have any tools to, to acquire knowledge? What would you recommend? I've got a couple. Well, well um, Sorry, uh, order, order my book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> JasonSnedden.com, this little shop. Um, and, you know, any, any online courses, <clears throat> you know that that resonate what what you know whatever you're whatever's interested interesting you do that because that's that's an indication of what you'd love to do so that now is the time to explore those courses that you've always wanted to do now and and be creative spend some time writing spend some time um visualizing what you want and the more you keep spending time doing those things the more you'll start the creative juices will start flowing and the more you'll start connecting into what you truly 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 want and the other thing is is look you know keep following wealthy because there's so many so much amazing information coming from you guys around how to what the opportunities are before us and um to, to help you get back on track to build your wealth in this next amazing phase of 
of, of, of creation that's ahead of us. And I want to just add something. I mean, the temptation is to always do more. But I think in this time where things have slowed down, maybe just allow yourself to have some space as well. Mm. Like use this time, I think, to switch off your phone for a couple of hours. You know, allow yourself to be bored, if it will. No one should ever be bored. I don't believe in boredom, but allow yourself to just be quiet and to be away from Uh, everybody. When do you get a couple hours to be by yourself? This is such a blessing in disguise for many, many people. They don't realize. Like I, I've managed to spend more time with my girlfriend, my puppy, my dad, my sister, my house. There's so much things that I can do in this time that I just I haven't had this time. And also this is just an opportunity just to be quiet. What I notice that when I'm relaxed, when I'm away from everything, that's when creative inspiration comes to me. So I think to the people that are out there trying to distract themselves, Remove the distraction. Mm. Be quiet and see what happens. You'll be surprised. Mm. Yeah, absolutely sound advice. I, I, I myself on Sunday uh, had a complete phone-free day, no nothing, and just went for a big bush bush walk, and it was wonderful. And I felt so good at the end of the day. I just felt no, you know, no negative information had come in. Nothing. I just had this beautiful day in nature, and it was so nice and yeah do more of that absolutely yeah keep informed but we don't need to be glued to the what's going on we we know what's going on (laughs) you know create space love it and 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 also because everything that surrounds us when we consume media like whether it's social media tv etc is mostly negative and Mm. it's what you're hearing all day and that probably attracts your negative thoughts. Mm. So I think that's a great tip. So guys, before we um, close off, do you have anything else that you would want to add and share with this podcast audience? I would say just that do, do everything you can to feel good, to reach for what feels good. Yes, when you've got fear, acknowledge that you've got fear, but reach for what feels good. And as I said, the quickest way to do that is through gratitude. There is nothing more than more important than feeling good because when you're in that space, you start moving into creativity. And, of course, you feel good. You feel better. And for you, Dom, anything? Well, I love what Jason just said, and I completely agree because when you feel good, it's like it's a magnet. You attract more of it. Mm. So I think that that's really great advice, Jason. Um, for me, I would just say, um, it's a hard one. I just, just, I think stay informed. Don't, don't be, don't be caught up in the stress of it all. You know, try and practice some good, healthy habits. Use this time as a reset and, um, yeah, enjoy the space that you currently have because guess what? Whether you like it or not, things are going to go back to normal and you're going to be back to where you were before with all the same stresses and all the same crap. So maybe use this as a good reset to see what do I want to do after this. So, yeah, and also share this video, like, subscribe, pass it to all your friends. <laughs> that sounds really good. Thank you guys for sharing. Before we we head off, I wanted to mention that for me, I, I feel uh, the reason why I love being part of the wealthy team is because I get to share my own property investment journey following two very experienced people like you guys are. And um, I love being able to share it with amazing human beings. And I'm me trying to practice that 
being grateful, which is the, let's do it now and not delayed. I want to thank you both for giving me so much because I love following you, your tips, your actual experience and trying to take as much in so I can put it into my own journey. So thank you guys. You're wonderful, Tiffy. Yeah, <laughs> pleasure to be here, Tiffy. And I, I just love your enthusiasm and positivity and <laughs> your, your energy and how passionate you are about this industry and, and how you can help others. And uh, it's so evident. So thank you for having us or having that's me. That's <laughs> so kind. And well, guys, have a lovely day, amazing tips, and yeah, stay safe. Thanks. See you all. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs>